everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again, to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show and welcome back to some amazing interviews with some outstanding guests. In fact, I've been looking over all the people we've got scheduled and I'm super excited to be bringing you some outstanding interviews, really great topics, and certainly today Today's interview is no exception. Um, So today I'm talking with Jen Broyles, and Jen is a holistic health coach. I'm reading from her profile, by the way. She's a holistic health coach, a Soma breathwork instructor, and essential oils specialist who helps individuals restore and optimize their health by calming the nervous system and addressing the root cause of their symptoms. So the reason that I wanted to have Jen on the show is, and, and if you've been following me on social for a while, you know that... One of my primary focuses over the next year, and certainly currently, is a focus on stress reduction, um, decreasing stress, increasing self-care, which I guess those two are really intertwined, right? The more we take care of ourselves, the more we're going to decrease our stress. And I'm doing this because I have come to learn through several crazy time periods in my life. You know, for example, when I had migraines for seven months straight, when I've had chronic uh, inflammation, when I've been dealing with, you know, hormones, adrenal fatigue, all of this stuff, I have really come to understand from a, a very visceral perspective, if you will, this, the impact that stress has on our lives. I mean, it has become more clear to me than ever. Um, and, and even recently, I, I think I might even record, in fact, I will record. I do this all the time. I'll start to say a sentence and go, oh, that should be a show, but this is good stuff. Um, the impact of stress on our lives. Um, and, and what I sh- want to talk about in this podcast that I'm going to record is how I saw this most succinctly in the most recent job experience I had. I I joined a company and this is not, you know, I'm not about throwing the company under the bus or anything. It just so happens that if you end up in a very toxic work environment, or perhaps you have a toxic work relationship, the toll that that can take on your health, if it fills you with stress and worry and anxiety, it's, it's amazing. And that did happen to me. Um, So I have really become very acutely aware of the negative impact that stress if not managed correctly and proactively can have on our health. So it can absolutely then trickle down and have an impact on our fitness goals, on our weight loss goals. And we all know everything is connecting, but seriously, you know, the bigger picture, which is really what this show has come to be about. We started off as fitful radio, which was more fitness focused And now with the Kelly O show, you guys know, I want to focus on the bigger picture because so many people don't realize it's the bigger picture. It's how is our stress? How is our sleep? How is our work-life balance? Are we happy in our lives? All of these things affect what's going on under the hood, as I like to say, um, with our hormones, with our central nervous system, and so on and so forth. And so when I hired my new trainer, Alex, about 12 weeks ago, you know, throughout 
me checking in with her each week, one of the every this kept being a recurring theme where she was realizing that as I would fill out my check in, there was this ongoing theme of and again, this was when I was working at my last job. There was this ongoing theme of massive stress um, and the stress that it was um, materializing in my life with headaches, stomach aches, lack of energy, being you know not being able to get my workouts done, not being able to be on track with my eating because I didn't have time, um, being exhausted, being you know upset, um, headaches, skin problems, stomach aches, all these things were happening, and so she was really urging me to get back into my daily meditation practice, get back, uh, not get back into it because I've never done it, but she kept saying, are you focusing on breath work? Well, I didn't really know what breath work meant. And I'm guessing many of you that are listening to this probably have heard about it, but are like, what does that mean? Do I just sit and breathe? And I had downloaded a breath work app, but still was like, what do I do? And a lot of people think this way about meditation. How long am I supposed to meditate? Is it three times a day? Is it one time a day? Is it 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, half an hour? Nobody really has any idea. And so this is why when I saw Jen's information come through, I said, we've got to get her on the show. Now, for sure, I would like to have her back on the show to talk about essential oils because I, in my current research, am learning that essential oils more so than I thought in the past, can have a significant positive impact on hormones and hormonal balance. So I want to learn about that because I've always just experienced essential oils when I go to the spa, when I get a massage, you know, and they they say, what would you like, you know, as far as your essential oil enhancements or whatever. I've never known how to use them. And I just know that I've made the mistake with essential oils of knowing that peppermint was good for a headache and just learn from my experience. Don't ever put peppermint oil on your eyelids. It's not fun. I digress. Anyway, um, this is a, a really good show. It's about 41 minutes, so I'm going to leave it as a one-part episode. Um, but we are talking about breath work in this show, what it is, why you need it, how it can help. I learned so much in this episode. I'm so grateful that we had Jen on the show. She is a wealth of information. I am certainly going to be joining her Sacred Breath community, certainly if I can, taking her up on some of the trainings that she offers. Um, and I think many of you will as well. And I I'm excited for you to dive in and learn about how getting a or incorporating a breathwork practice can make a positive, significantly positive impact on your health, on your wellness, on your stress. So sit back and enjoy this interview with Jen Broyles. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Kelly O Show. I am very thrilled to have Jen Broyles with us today, and we are going to be talking about breathwork. And you heard me talk about this in the intro, but I want to say again, I have if you've been following me on social you know that I've been sharing with you guys that my trainer that I hired a little bit earlier this year uh, this is one of the things that she always talks to me to well to really to anybody she works with is stress reduction meditation breath work and if you're like me I think a lot of you are going to be like me you've heard this phrase you know that stress reduction is important you probably get the concept of what breath work is, but then if you're like me, you really don't know, like, what does it mean? Sit and breathe. Like, what does it mean? How do we do it? We've heard that it has tremendous health benefits. I want to know, and I was telling Jen just before we started recording, I bought a book on breath work. I've bought a breath work app and I'm still like, okay, how long do I do it? When do I do it? You know, what's the best way? So she's going to be educating me. And I, I want to learn about this because if there is one thing I've observed, it's that when I really get stressed out just during the day at, at a micro level, all you have to do is take a, a few or probably two minutes and just deep breathing and you can feel a world of difference. So I can only imagine what a regular real breathwork practice is going to do. But I just want to let everybody know that as we start this interview, I have no idea how to do it, and she's going to help us. So this is going to be so timely. Jen, no pressure, but um, welcome to the show. Are you ready to go? Hey, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm really excited to have this conversation. I am very excited. And this is one of the cool things about my job as this podcast host is 
I get to learn right along with everybody, but I get the first taste. So you guys, you guys get to hear this a few days after it's gone live. So I'll be practicing my breath work um, before the show goes live. And then I'll just be like, Zen AF by the time this goes live. <laughs> I, I'm, sh- I'm certain of it. And everybody that's listening is like, Kelly Alexa is never going to be Zen, but we'll see. So Jen, tell, um, this is your first time on the show, obviously. Yeah. Tell everybody that's listening, you know, a little bit about yourself. When did you first become interested in a healthy way of living, a healthy lifestyle? And then how did you move into, you know, becoming such a, a, how did, how did breath work enter into your life? And then how did that become, Hey, this is, this is now what I want to help other people with. Yeah. Yeah. Great question. And I will make a, um, somewhat of a long journey, um, pretty short, but I think like for so many of us that are in this natural health world, we, we end up here when we're trying to solve a, solve a problem, either, uh, regarding our own health or that of a loved one. And that was the case for me. I found myself in my, um, you know, throughout my twenties and into my early thirties, not feeling great. I was experiencing just chronic digestive issues. And over time that just, um, spread into hormone imbalances and anxiety and all these different things. And, um, I, I managed it the best I could for years and never talked about it, never saw doctors about it, none of that. And, um, just thought eventually like things would solve themselves, you know, and it got to the point where I needed help. And at the time I was working in pharmaceutical sales, I, grew up with, you know, the conventional model of medicine as the mm-hmm. go-to. I didn't really know there were other options out there. And I be- I believe that that provided the solution to anything and everything. You take a you take a medicine, you have a surgery, whatever it is, like that is the solution. And when I was experiencing some health challenges at the time, like I wasn't finding the answer there. You know, I was found myself in my twenties on a bunch of different prescription drugs and undergoing all these different tests and not coming up with anything, not feeling better. Um, and Mm -hmm. I, I started to realize like, okay, I got to look elsewhere and Mm -hmm. kind of figure this out on my own or find someone else that can help me. And so that led me down the path of doing my own reading and research and nutrition. And then it opened my world up to alternative medicine and functional medicine and all these other things. And I fell in love with it and went back to school and uh, studied integrative nutrition and became a health coach so I could help others with nutrition and lifestyle and um, all of these things that we can ultimately empower ourselves, like take that power back and start to heal our bodies in a natural way. And throughout that whole journey over a series of years, I landed on breath work. And for me personally, um, you know, I had fine-tuned my diet, you know, and really got on a clean eating protocol that felt good. And I had done all types of supplement protocols and all these things and kind of hit a plateau. And I finally realized it took me a long time to realize how big of a role stress was playing in my health. Mm. And, um, and I wasn't addressing it in a way that was effective. And so, you know, I started implementing different self-care tactics and bringing in essential oils into the picture, which I'm still totally obsessed with. And I found them to be very helpful, but I was still experiencing a lot of anxiety and just a lot of stress on a, on a daily basis. Like most of us do, right. We Mm -hmm. live in a very high stress world, but I wasn't, I wasn't handling it properly. And it got to the point where even things that used not stress me out were starting to stress me out. Like I became very intolerant to stress. And so when I found breath work, first of all, I heard about breath work a while ago. And like I had one, one practitioner that I saw tell me if I just changed the way I was breathing, I could solve a lot of the issues. And I kind of just dismissed him. <laughs> I was like, I would, I would too. And I think a know? lot of people listening, I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt you, but I no. think it sounds so simple. Like, Oh, okay. Well, sure. I'll take a few breaths, but give me something yeah. better. I mean, it's just, it's really, I, that's why I'm so glad we're talking about this because yeah. if someone said that to me, I'd go, are you kidding me right now? 
it's, it's, it's also like, I'm going to ask if you, if you felt this way, well, well, you kind of said that you, you became aware of stress. Like for me, I've had a lot of people say, Kelly, if you would just manage your stress or, you know, I don't think they said get rid of stress, but they, I've been told for several years, like you have to manage stress better. You have to decrease the stress in your life. And my answer used to always be, our lives are so stressful. How could I ever get rid of stress? Give me something else. Like I dismissed it and would not even, but, but the truth is it's not like you can eliminate ever losing your job or losing someone that you love or having your relationship fail things that will stress you out or, you know, having an illness, like life is going to happen, but there are proactive measures. And I believe breath work you're going to explain is one of them and, and more how we can take care of ourselves on a regular basis. So to what you just said a few minutes ago, when that stuff happens, you can weather the storms better. You're, you're, it's like, you're training yourself as an athlete for the game, but you're training yourself as a person for the, you know, the game of stress. Wow. That was like a bad bumper sticker, (laughs) (laughs) but it's, it's true, right? I mean, we use the terms, manage your stress and decrease your stress. And yeah, there's certain things that we can do in our lives, like to, to potentially decrease stress, you know, learning to say no to things that aren't serving us and, um, and just setting, setting healthy boundaries around certain things. But at the same time, unless we're living in a bubble, we're not going to completely remove stress from our life. Right. So Mm -hmm. how do we become more resilient to stress and better able to handle it, um, to where it doesn't affect us in a negative way. And that is one of the things that breathwork is so great at doing. Oh, um, I'm already on page two of notes. Um, <laughs> what did you just say that last sentence? Cause I was switching to page number two. So it helps us when, when you focus on, be- yeah, it helps us become more resilient to stress. Resilient. So, so stress, you know, we're still going to have daily stressors in our lives. You know, there's, like I said, there's certain things we can do to minimize certain stressors, but you know, we still live in the, this world of, you know, lots of stuff going on and a lot of things that are out of our control um, and things that are, that, that may stress us out, whether it's, you know, as part of being human, whether it's relationships or career stuff or um, the toxins in our environment or politics or whatever it is, there are things that are stressful in our world and in our environment, but how, how do we respond to those? You know, are we reactive? Um, do, are we intolerant to it or, are we more resilient to it and we can, we can handle it in, in a healthier way and respond more appropriately. And we'll get into this. I think maybe we'll do some tips at the end of the show because you and I were talking um, before the show and I was giving an example, but you know, some of the things that can really help you decrease the stress in your life. These are like simple things that aren't even fitness, health, and wellness related. They're things like, hey, if somebody invites you, I mean, you guys, you're going to hear me say something and think this is so simple, but these are the things that add up and accumulate as far as giving us a little bit of anxiety. Like say you get invited to a lot of things with friends or family, and you always say yes, because you want to be, you're a people pleaser and you want to be nice, but you really don't want to go. Learn to say no, like learn to put yourself first. I actually had to do this just last week. I had a dear friend of mine, Allison and I were supposed to go for sushi. I'm still dealing with adrenal fatigue issues. And by the end of the day, I was so drained physically that the thought of getting dressed and meeting her for sushi, and y'all know I love sushi. I, I couldn't do it. And then I, then the guilt was like chiming in. The guilt was saying, Kelly, how can you let her down? You've rescheduled with her before. Like, you know, so I'm, I'm fighting the guilt and I'm fighting how I feel. And I really had to have that conversation of, you know what? I have to take care of myself right now. I have to get better. I called her, I apologized. And I had to detach from whether or not she was going to be mad at me and just let it go. So sometimes it's just little things like that, that can help you put yourself first, get the rest you need, nourish yourself, take care of yourself. Those are little simple things that can I can't tell you how much it'll decrease the stress in your life, but, but back to breath work, we'll talk about some of these little simple things too, that are not necessarily related, related to adding a new practice, but for sure, I think meditation and breath work are phrases we hear a lot and and they confuse and intimidate a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So 
start off for, for, for those of us that are newbies, because I'm one too, Jen, you know that. <laughs> how, I mean, what, what is, how do you define breath work? So breath work is a combination of breath awareness and conscious breathing. Okay. So when we think of the breath, our, our breath is really unique. It is one function in our body that is both involuntary and voluntary. And so we breathe naturally, right? It's the thing that keeps us alive. We don't think about it. It happens in the background under the influence of our autonomic nervous system, kind of like our heart rate and our blood pressure and our digestion and things like that. And so, um, so we didn't necessarily have to learn how to breathe. It just, it's innate in us and it's happening in the background. However, it is also one of those, it's a function that we can consciously control, which is really remarkable. And we weren't given a manual on how to breathe when we were born. And mm. as a baby, we probably breathed correctly, um, just naturally. But once, once stress enters our life and we begin to live under the influence of stress, our breath can get hijacked as well. And so what breath work allows us to do is to, to regain control of that breathing and and bring it back to a proper rhythm and pace of how it how it's intended to be to promote health because when it's been hijacked by stress then chances are you're breathing pretty fast you're breathing shallow you're breathing erratic and so and and now's a great time to kind of tune into your breath um, as you're listening to this and just see how you're breathing, you know, are you breathing in the chest or in the abdomen and the diaphragm? You know, is your, is your breath rate pretty rapid? Are you breathing in through your nose or through your mouth? You know, is it shallow or is it deep? And all of these things we want to pay attention to because our proper breathing should be through the nose. It should be a slower pace. It should be from the diaphragm. And most of us aren't doing that. And it's intended to be in a, in a nice rhythmic pattern. And, um, and so often we're, you know, taking deep breaths and then shallow breaths and then maybe holding our breath and it's just all over the place. And that throws all of these other systems and functions in the body out of balance as well. You know, that affects our hormones, that affects our digestion, that affects our heart rate and our blood pressure. It affects our circadian rhythms, all of these things. And so it further perpetuates stress in our bodies and in our minds. So once we can start to consciously control the breath and bring it back into a proper rhythm and balance, that really calms the nervous system. It starts to rebalance the nervous system, activate that rest, relax, and digest state of the nervous system. This is where we heal, right? This is Mm -hmm. where we think clearly. Um, and so it has so many benefits, um, on all levels of health, physical, mental, emotional, and with breath work, what I found personally is that I can get into such a deep state of meditation with breath work, whereas I did not experience that with traditional meditation. So Mm -hmm. I love it for so many different reasons. Um, you, I, I was holding myself back because sometimes I hear something and I want to ask the question right then. And I'm like a kid, I'm raising my hand, like, pick me, pick me. <laughs> um, why is it, you mentioned that it's ideal. And by the way, how many of you, when you were listening to this, were you like, I was literally checking my breathing while she was saying it. I'm like in through the nose. Yeah. Um, for, for sure. I can tell you that I, I observed about myself early on when I would I'm, I'm very confident in public speaking, but my problem would always be right when I would go on stage and I would get short of breath. Mm-hmm. And, and what it was is I would start talking and I would take a, I, I wasn't conscious of doing this, but I would take a big deep breath in and I was not breathing out. And I was chest breathing, like you said, as opposed to full diaphragm. And so I'd be up there talking like this, blah, 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 blah. And I'd realize I haven't breathed. And then I knew I needed to like, (sighs) and it was always this awkward moment of realizing I wasn't breathing correctly. And I think that's what got my heart all fluttered. Mm -hmm. And it still is something I'm working on, but you did mention, you know, it's ideal for us to be breathing in through the nose. Mm -hmm. um, And that I think is what encourages diaphragm breathing. It's very easy. Otherwise, when you're breathing through the mouth, I think to just be in the, the upper part of your chest, is it? is it quote unquote bad for you? Cause I, when I sleep, 
I don't know why I can't shut my mouth. My mouth is wide open. Like I'm waiting to be fed soup or something. (laughs) Why is it, is it, why is it preferable for us to be breathing in through the nose versus the mouth? And is it, is it bad to breathe in through the mouth? Yeah. So your habitual way of breathing ideally should be through the nose. Um, There are times where mouth breathing can be beneficial. There's even forms of breath work that are more hyperventilation forms where you're breathing in and out through the mouth at a really rapid pace. And that serves a very specific purpose. But for your habitual pattern of breathing, um, day in and day out, and even at night, we should be breathing in through the nose. Um, And for a few reasons, first of all, when you breathe in through the nose, it does help you slow your breath down because those passageways are a little smaller than your mouth. So, um, so air and oxygen goes in kind of at a slower rate. So it does allow you to take that deeper diaphragmatic breath. And, um, but the nostrils serve a very important function. So, you know, we have these little hairs in our nostrils and they act as filters. They filter the air. So our nostrils clean the air that we're breathing in. They warm the air that we're breathing in a moisturized air that you're breathing in. So you're breathing higher quality air into your lungs when you breathe in through your nose versus through your mouth. And so if you if you do find that you breathe through your mouth at night, then you may find too that you wake up with this dry mouth. Um, yes, because, I do. Yeah, because breathing in that way does not allow a moistening of the air. And so it really dries out the mouth if you're breathing that way. Nostril breathing also aids in the production of nitric oxide and um, nitric oxide is produced in the paranasal sinuses just above the nose and it's secreted continuously during the inhale and reaching down into the lungs and nitric oxide aids in relaxing the pathways to the alveoli and the alveoli themselves. And so what this does, it's allow, it allows for a greater transfer of oxygen to the blood. And another cool thing about nitric oxide is that it's highly effective in defending against pathogens like bacteria and fungus and viruses and parasites. So nostril breathing is really important. And, um, and what some people do actually, if they find that they're mouth breathing at night, you can actually, I mean, you can use regular tape, but you can actually buy mouth tape (laughs) and tape your mouth at night to help change that habit. So you start breathing in and out through your nose at night while you're sleeping. Um, so so I was going to ask that. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So let's keep on this nose thing because, um, I think that there's probably a lot of people that can relate to this. So one question you may, you might laugh out loud that I'm going to ask this, but you and I talked about shallow stuff before we started recording. There's a lot of women who get waxed like me. And when they go in there, they wax your nose. Is that a bad thing to do? Oh, that is a good question. I've actually not heard of that. Um, so they're taking the nose hairs out. Is that what yeah. you're doing? Yeah, I would say that probably is is not great. So I don't know, huh? I've but not heard what of that. Is, so. is what you're saying that when we breathe in through our nose, is it the nose hairs that are yeah. like the toxic? Yeah, they're acting as filters. Yeah, okay. they're helping filter the air and just um, grab onto any anything that shouldn't be breathed in down into the lungs. And so, yeah, I would say that's a good thing to look into. Um, I honestly didn't know that was a thing. So, so yeah, I would imagine that that may not be the best, um, you know, best practice. Mm-hmm. I would those nose hairs for a reason. (laughs) And the truth, I mean, the truth is, I think it's just one of those things. They're like, oh, hey, let's do this. What I mean, they just love adding, you know, oh, look, let me wax under your fingernails and I'll charge you for it. Um, But, you know, I, I thought of that and, you know, let's be real. It's, it's a fact of life that as we get older, um, you know, you start to, the, the, the hairs in the most awkward places are the ones that will haunt you. You know, I think I see men getting it more in their ears and, think, you know, well, women and men, you'll just have that like occasional monster nose hair that comes out. It's like, Oh, look, but Hey, that's why they have those tiny scissors. Yeah, exactly. There may be some you want to tweeze out, but maybe not (laughs) rip them all out. So (laughs) it doesn't mean you have to like go full on, like, you know, looking like a caveman with nose hairs, but (laughs) exactly avoid the waxing. Okay. So this is really interesting because I will tell you that um, waking up with a dry throat has been something I've, I've talked about at Steve and I actually got, I got us these, um, 
cold air humidifiers that are supposed to also purify the air because I thought, oh, that could help with my dry throat. But really what's going to be better is training my mind. Mm-hmm. And, and for those of you listening that sleep with an open mouth like that, like I, I mean, it's, em- I'm, I'm embarrassed. Like I will wake up and I'm like, how is my mouth hanging open like this? I don't <laughs> understand. You know, if I try to fall asleep on a plane, mm-hmm. I literally look like I'm trying to eat an apple. Like what is <laughs> wrong with me? Um, so is, I automatically think, is, is there anything else other than tape? Like I've heard about people putting like mouth guards in that'll make your mouth. Would that be something too, to, that would train you? Or is it strictly like tape is the best thing? try tape. I mean, that's probably like the cheapest, most cost-effective, easiest thing to try. And I'll be honest, like I slept with a mouth guard for years because my dentist was telling me that I grind my teeth and I've recently stopped and I'm going to go back to my dentist and just have this conversation because my mouth guard does not allow me to close my mouth Mm -hmm. at night. And I was like, I feel like that might be affecting my breathing, you know? And so I've just been experimenting for the past couple months not using the mouth guard and and just trying to be very aware of my breathing at night ever since I've really gotten into this field of, of breath work. I've just been very conscious of how am I breathing at night? How am I breathing while I'm working? How am I breathing while I'm working out? You know, all of these things and mm. paying more attention to it. So I'm doing that experiment experiment myself. So I would say try the mouth tape because it's it's inexpensive and, um, and it's, and it's easy. And like, if you buy actual mouth tape, I think you can get it on Amazon. My, my husband bought some a while back and it even has like a little hole in it. So it's not as like, to me, like taping up my mouth is kind of freaks me out. I don't know it sounds a little um, gangster, but it's okay. It does. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want my mouth taped, you know, like, so, so actual mouth tape even has like a little slit in it. Um, uh-huh. And so I just think that's a really good way to start to change, change your habit. If you, if you do find that you're breathing at night and some people wear it during the day, like there's um, there is a recent book that came out called breath and um, and the author of that did an experiment where he um, plugged his, he plugged his nose for like a week and did just mouth breathing and monitored like all of its vitals and, um, you know, blood pressure, heart rate, you know, all of these different things to see the state of his health. And then the following week he taped his mouth 24 seven, except when he was eating, of course, and, um, and breathed just through his nose and then monitored, monitored his vitals and just showed just the significant through mouth breathing, how his health declined and through nose breathing, how his health drastically improved. Wow. So that was fascinating. I am, I'm so, and I'm just thinking like, this is, this is going to be a great blog post. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to do the, I really, it, it really has bothered me for a while. Like just why my mouth is always open. And then it's just very uncomfortable when to wake up with such a dry throat. And even with these great humidifiers, you know, the cold air mist and whatever, yes. it doesn't do as much as I want it to do. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. And I will let you guys know. Um, I think that'll be a great blog post. I'll report back on it. Um, all right. So we talked about that. That was really, frankly, quite fascinating about the benefits of, I always thought it was just somebody saying like, Hey, close your mouth, breathe this way. I didn't really realize the host of benefits of mm-hmm actually bringing that air in through the nose, but I certainly know it does encourage the more diaphragmatic. Is that, mm-hmm. is that a word? Yeah. Breathing? Diaphragmatic. Yep. Perfect. I feel very smart now. <laughs> um, because I, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of people who, if you're, if you're not aware, self-aware and paying attention to your breath, a lot of people are walking around breathing just out of their chest. I, I did for years until I had that awareness that that's what was messing me up with public speaking. Mm-hmm. I think regularly I was having conversations and just all, all breathing up in my chest. Whenever yeah. I would get excited or kind of slightly anxious about anything, breathing up in the chest. And that's exactly when you need to be breathing, you know, slower and deeper. Exactly. Um, so this is good stuff. Let's let's dive in then to, so you talked about breath work. I think we've laid a good foundation. So what is, you know, people like myself, who need to get started into 
a breathwork practice. What does that look like? I have no idea. It's kind of like yoga. I'm always like overanalyzing. How many times should I do yoga? Should I do different kinds of yoga? Should I do it twice a day? Should I do it every day? Should I do it in the morning? Should I do it in the night? I think there's a lot of people out there like me that overanalyze. And when we overanalyze, we just don't do anything. So tell us how, what breath, what a breathwork practice looks like. And I, I know you have coaching on this and, and you have like a, a seven day trial program people can, which I'm going to start immediately after this, but how do, how do we get started and what does a breathwork practice look like? Yeah, great question. So the type of breathwork I teach is called Soma Breath and a regular session, like if I'm doing a, a group class or a private session, and right now I'm doing most of my stuff online, um, they run a, they run an hour. And so, you know, we do, you know, a little bit of talking and preparation in the beginning, and then we breathe for 30 to 45 minutes. And so that is a, that's a pretty deep session. And we're doing a combination of rhythmic diaphragmatic breathing to awesome music. Like the music is one of the coolest parts to it. In my opinion, I love the music. And so we're breathing in a rhythm for most of it. And then, um, in between the rhythmic breathing, we do a few breath holds. And so we're doing some breath retention, which has uh, some other health benefits as well. And it's just this powerful experience where you really go deep into a meditative state. You feel energized yet calm. You feel light and free and peaceful. I mean, it is like truly a blissed out state. It's awesome. And, um, and so that's what a typical session would be like. That is not what you necessarily need to do every single day. I tell people that a a regular breathwork practice is 10 to 20 minutes a day. If you can do that, that's awesome. And if that seems too much for you to do every day, if you can at least tune into your breath a few times a day, take a break in between tasks and, you know, do like three to five minutes of slow rhythmic diaphragmatic breathing. It will, you will just experience a super fast sense of calm. It will calm you down. It will get you out of your head. It'll release some anxiety and then you'll be more clear and more focused to go on to the next task. And so your breath is literally something that's with you all the time. So you can take periodic breaks during your day and tune into it and breathe consciously. Um, but these extended like hour long breathwork sessions are incredible to just, whether you're looking to be more productive in your career, you're looking to have this deep spiritual connection. You're looking to reduce, um, stress and anxiety and depression. You're looking to improve performance in your, um, in your fitness and your exercise. Breathwork has all of these benefits. And so I would encourage you guys to, to check it out because it, 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 while it, breathwork may sound boring, it is so far from that. It's an incredibly just transformative experience. Um, it, it, without question, I mean, I certainly knew, like I told you, this, this, I, I had heard about breathwork from my trainer, Alex. And, you know, certainly when I went into my first 12 weeks with her, you know, she knew I was coming off. She, she knows me personally. So she knows that I've had a pretty chaotic, stressful life. Um, very high stressful life of, of transition and change and drama the past two to three years, business-wise, personal-wise. And then even just when I look back at the last nine to 12 months, you know, last year I, I couldn't work for seven months. I had chronic migraines. I know that the chronic migraines, because they started off as chronic headaches, that's, I'm sure, a result of massive stress. And, mm-hmm. and it was me launching a big business and and it was very successful, but I hated, I hated all of my clients. I hated the work and I was miserable. So I was at this fork in the road of like, what do I do? And then by the end of last year, I I had the chronic migraines and I literally, even if I wanted to work, I couldn't, and I couldn't work out. And then that was stressful because for the first time in my life, I literally couldn't do anything. I just would lay on the couch and was trying all these things, chiropractic, you know, acupuncture, getting MRIs, going to all these different doctors and reading all these books and getting nowhere. Um, so she, when I, when I came to Alex, she started talking about stress reduction and, and she mentioned breath work, but I think because for me, it seems so ambiguous. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, that's why I'm so glad I had you on the show. And I think that it would be really helpful to maybe have you 
back on the show like next quarter as well because yeah. we should talk about this regularly and and after I dive into your practice like I didn't know that you could do a, like a deep breath work practice as well I thought it was just you're on your own start practicing breathing deep breathing but but there's ways that you can take it even deeper and I have to yeah. imagine that that would be like acupuncture or like going to the Himalayan sea salt caves like all of mm-hmm. these things are pouring a different experience into your body that can only be beneficial. And so many people don't realize it. We, how would you, I think that might be a good note to, to close on for today. And we'll definitely have you back, but there's a lot of people listening who are probably aware they have a high stress life, Mm -hmm. but they don't think enough of it. Like they don't think they can really change stress. So can you just speak to how important it is to reduce stress and, and how much, you know, your breath work can help with that. Obviously we you've spoken to that already, but I really want people that are listening to understand like why making themselves a priority and incorporating meditation, incorporating breath work, slowing down, really focusing on how they can start putting themselves first and, and, you know, feeling better and getting healthy, mm-hmm. let alone it's not, let's not worry about fitness, but getting well and nourishing yourself. Like, why is that? How can that be such a, a life-changing experience? Oh, it's, it's everything. You know, research has shown that 90 to 95% of all chronic conditions are rooted in stress. So if you're not addressing stress, you're not addressing the root, you know? And so if you're dealing mm-hmm. with any sort of imbalance in your body, whether it's hormones, headaches, you know, digestive issues, anxiety, insomnia, whatever it is, Stress is one of the causes. It may not be the only thing, but it is probably the primary thing. And mm-hmm. I feel like so often we don't acknowledge that, and especially as women, you know, we tend to take care of everyone else and put ourselves last. And yeah. you can't serve other people in your life well if you're not the healthiest version that you can be. And so I think it's exactly where you need to start. And for me personally, breathwork has been the biggest game changer and has had the most profound effect on how I handle stress, my resiliency to stress, my, you know, um, like anxiety is not nowhere where it used to be. Like, I just feel like I tolerate things a whole lot better. And so, um, so it's been incredibly powerful for me. Yeah. And I can say for sure that, you know, if we're recording this um, on October 17th. And so the reason I'm bringing that up for everybody listening is they know that uh, two weeks ago, I started a, a new role at a new company and I left a company that had a very, very, uh, or for me, it was a very toxic work environment. I had a toxic work relationship with with somebody in particular and the stress, then anxiety that I was delivering to myself because I was tolerating it was taking such a toll on my health that, I mean, I could just, it was like, I could feel my adrenal fatigue getting worse every day. Um, I would get to the end of every day and I'm somebody who loves to cook and, you know, I'm, I'm living with the love of my life. We're getting married next month. And he would come home from work and I would just be like, we need to, we need to order out. I can't cook. I like, we love to cook together. And I, I didn't even have the energy to just stand in the kitchen and cook. And and sometimes it would be like, we'd be making fish tacos and he'd be like, you know, you chop up the avocado and the cilantro and the stuff. And I remember like in my brain going, God, that seems like such a big deal. I'm so mm. tired. That's not normal. Yeah. And I absolutely agree that the headache situation I, I talked about last year was stress related. And incidentally, the last four weeks of me being at my last job, I was so stressed out because I was also in that process of of interviewing, you know, and you're not, you're not telling your employer, but you're interviewing and that's, you know, we all do it, Mm -hmm. but I was stressed out about that. And then just navigating my last two weeks where I had this toxic relationship Mm -hmm. and I was getting a lot of toxic encounters and I had to report it to HR very, very stressful. And all of my headaches came back and I got the first migraine that I had had in seven months. I hadn't had a migraine since January. Think about that. That to me, that shows that stress 
directly affects your health because suddenly I had stomach aches in my upper abdominal every day. I had headaches every day. I got my first migraine. And now that I've been gone from that environment and I'm at this chill, wonderful workplace, great people. I love it. I asked all the hard interview questions up front to make sure I landed in a place that's good. Mm-hmm. The headaches are gone. The the stomach aches, I haven't had one. I mean, it's like I'm slowly each. And I, I also, the scale went up almost four pounds overnight when yeah. I was in that four weeks. And now it's starting to come down. It's like, I just want everyone listening to take this stretch. You guys have heard me talk about it. I'm going to talk about it a lot more. We underestimate, and it's funny because I put this in my notes, Jen, you said earlier in the show that you were doing all the right things, taking all the right supplements, eating everything, paying attention to your nutrition, but you were essentially hitting a wall and you weren't paying, you weren't giving enough attention to stress reduction. And that's when you got into the breath work and, and, and that started changing everything. And that's where I'm at. Like I've realized I tried all these other things. I've ignored stress and I've ignored anxiety. And now I'm aware of how impactful it is. So I'm, I'm so, so glad we had you on the show. You're very good at explaining this. Obviously you really know your stuff and I got some great pointers. I'm definitely going to get that mouth tape. Um, but tell people you mentioned when, before we started, um, you have a sacred breath community, tell people, you know, who are like me, who want to get started and look into what you offer. Number one, tell them where they can find you online, um, and where they can follow you and then tell them about your sacred breath community. Wonderful. Yes. So you can find me at my website, which is my name, jenbroyles.com. And the Sacred Breath community is a community that's designed for people that want to dive deeper into breath work, that want to experience it. And so with, with the community as a member, you get access to a couple of live breath work classes online. Each month, you get access to different breathing techniques that serve different purposes and um, and health intentions. And then I also have a library of um, recorded audio breathwork meditations that are great for a daily practice. So it's a wonderful community to be a part of. And, and it gives you the tools and uh, the guidance and the support to really implement a breathwork practice. And it's very accessible as well. So um, I encourage you to check that out. It's at jenbroils.com forward slash sacred dash breath. And you can find me on social media as well. Instagram, it's jenbroils health coach and Facebook and the other platforms. If you search jenbroils, you should be able to find me. Awesome. And we, of course, I'll link all of that up in the show notes over at the kellyoshow.com as well. So Jen, obviously it was a pleasure having you on the show. You definitely explained all of this and helped clear up some ambiguity. Even I had about breath work. So I understand, you know, for, as far as the way I see it, there's, there's two levels. There's kind of like, you want to work on your breath work on a daily basis. And then like so many things, you know, go get a, a weekly deep tissue massage, okay. but then do little things every day for self-care. Same yes. thing with breath work, focus on it every day. Maybe there's, you know, a, a, a breath work app you want to try that will incorporate some meditation and then sign up for some deep breath work, which I plan to do. I, I have no idea that even existed. So um, I'm definitely going to be incorporating some of this into my routine because I'm starting to see what happens when you focus on stress reduction and adding more joy into your life. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. We will definitely have you back. Of course, I recorded way over because I'm looking at the clock and I've got another podcast in three (laughs) minutes. So I'm going to let you go for everybody tuning in. Um, If you have any questions for Jen, of course, we encourage you to connect with her directly on her channels. If you have questions for me, you can find me over at thekellyoshow.com. There's a contact me form. You can hit me up if you have any questions about uh, this show in particular. If you have questions you want us to cover or or topics you want to recommend that I cover in the future, or if you want to recommend somebody that I interview use that contact me form as well for anybody who's um, looking to sponsor the show or talk about advertising opportunities. You can use that contact me form as well. The team will get back to you within 48 hours. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next time on the Kelly O show. Hey everybody. This marks the end of this show and this interview with Jen Broyles. I hope you enjoyed 
what we chatted about, what questions you have about breath work. I, if you're like me, I was really, you know, I thought, well, I'm going to learn about breath work. Great. But I really didn't think that I would learn as much and be talking about, you know, how, how I need to learn how to breathe with my mouth shut <laughs> at night. I, I have yet to look up the um, mouth tape, but I was just talking to Steve about that last night and we were chuckling about it a little bit, but seriously, he and I both were, were talking about how we hate waking up with this dry, scratchy throat because of sleeping with our mouths open. So I know that that a focus on breath work can help all of us. And I'm excited to dive into it because it, like I said in the show, you know, even if I'm having a really stressful day, if I take a moment, even just one minute and just focus on sleep, you know, slow, rhythmic, relaxed breathing, it's amazing how just your entire countenance can change. So I encourage you to look into this. We will link up to everything we talked about here in the show notes over at thekellyoshow.com. Make sure when you head over there that you are subscribed. I have a brand new fancy blog revamp coming live soon. If I can get my stuff together and get my website designer everything she needs, that should be going live very soon. But you know, I'm also giving myself a little bit of a break considering we're getting married next month and I've got few things on my plate right now. Um, and, and these are the types of situations, you know, I'm bringing that kind of stuff up you guys, because I am really learning how just sometimes simple decisions like that, like going, Hey, I really want to get my brand new website up and realizing it's just not the end of the world. If that new website and, and the way that I want it to look, if it doesn't happen till December, like, is anyone going to die because I don't have my new website up? no, And maybe I can have a little bit more margin in my life if I don't rush to finish everything yesterday. That is really having a big impact on my stress is just saying, can this wait? I think this can wait. Why don't you try it out? So anyway, and as always, if you have not yet done so and you are listening to this show and you are loving it. I would so love it if you would just take two or three minutes and you can even do it from your smartphone, leave us a five-star review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts that helps the show get seen and heard by more people who can benefit from this free information. And I'd also love it if you just share it with your friends on social media, tell them how awesome Kelly Alexa is and the Kelly O show and blah, 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 blah. You know, I love you for it. Thank you so much. I'll see you next time on the Kelly O show.